Welcome everybody to a special edition of the Healing Place podcast. I had been recording Facebook live conversations with 36 of my previous podcast guests. I was so blessed that they came back to join me on a pandemic self-care series when the pandemic first started back in March of 2020. And so I've been wanting to put these out for a while and now I'm starting to add them back. I had put a few out and now putting them back out into the universe again. So over these next few weeks, keep an eye out or an ear out, I guess, uh, for more of these pandemic self-care strategies. Uh, These guests are coming on to talk about things that you can do to ease your anxiety about uh, what's going on in our world with COVID-19 and but also strategies to help others who may be struggling as well so uh, take a listen and thank you for liking commenting sharing and help inviting other people to tune in to the Healing Place podcast episodes all right thanks so much and until next time remember be gentle with yourself Hi, everybody. We are back again with another Facebook Live to continue our discussion on self-care strategies. And I'm very excited to have with me Andrea Hummel of Improv for Peace. So welcome, Andrea. Thanks. Hey, good to see you again. Yes, good to see you too. And um, yeah, I'm just so grateful that you're here to share your insights and help hold people's hands along this journey that we're the whole world is in together. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey. And um, as I was telling you before, it's at least on this end, it seems like it's a different journey every week. Um, you know, the first week I was I had a lot of strong feelings about what was going on and and realized I had a lot of anger. And I thought, you know what, just let those feelings out. Um, and this week, it's more about, OK, let's take all this this feeling or the the space that's been created inside of me by letting go of those feelings and create some new opportunities for myself, some new opportunities for the community. Um, I've actually been finding that I'm more productive now than I have been in the past. It's either I have a lot of adrenaline or I'm trying to keep myself busy 24 seven and squeeze in and some extra house cleaning and, and an extra marketing project or who knows what. Um, but it's, it's been an interesting journey for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I, we just talked before I hit record that, um, we're doing so many house projects. I, (laughs) we've almost redone the whole house. Yeah. Yeah. It it is that creative side of me and doing this, like these, these live interviews is just, it it was just an inspiration that came to me. And I thought, so I just, I feel the creative juices flowing and I, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I so appreciate this because, I mean, one of the things I've been really wanting, and I'm sure other people have been wanting to some degree, is, is that social connection. And, I mean, it doesn't, it's not enough for me to listen to an audio podcast. I actually want to be right there with you. And so, I mean, I've been wanting and re- reaching out to my friends and saying, hey, can we have a virtual tea party or something like that? And a lot of people aren't quite there yet. So what I've been doing in terms of self-care and what I thought might be interesting to share with with other people, too, is um, the self-care I've been doing has been more just myself. um, But I'm simulating the experience of being with each other. Like, um, for example, I'm 
going to exercise class now. I'm going to yoga class, but not somewhere in a studio. And so before the pandemic, I was having a really hard time making myself get out the door and put out, put on that yoga outfit and drive over there. And now I'm saying, you know what, I'm going to do this because I can do this in my living room. And, um, and I have my yoga mat set up and I watch the same video every morning at 1030. <laughs> um, so I've been doing like i said going to virtual exercise classes my daughter has been doing shadow boxing also you know just in the privacy of her own room um i've been going to museums i figured out there's a lot of virtual museum tours you can take yeah. to the guggenheim and the louvre and um it's some places in st petersburg russia that i've been wanting to go to and so this is i don't want to say it's giving me an excuse to go do those things but it's giving me the motivation to go out, so to speak. And I really have to tell myself it is sort of like going out um, to do all these things. Right. And um, I found there's book clubs online that you can go to, virtual book clubs. Um, there's even virtual worship services, um, all kinds of things. And again, like I said before, it's I'm doing a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have done before because it was too much effort to get out of the house. Right. Um, but now I'm saying, well, you know what? Those opportunities are right here. And and so I'm doing that. And this morning I actually discovered that um, I think it's just for the rest of this week, maybe next week also, there's a lot of plays and musicals on Broadway live streaming. So I'm going to go see some Broadway shows this week. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and my daughter just, you know, before all this happened, she was in New York City and she couldn't see a lot of those shows, obviously, because they're expensive and you need to get a ticket and all that. And so, you know what, we're just going to go see them now. <laughs> That's so awesome. I love it. And one of the things that popped into my head as you were talking was um, how we can start to create these new habits. And once the pandemic clears out and everything starts to return to I don't want to say normal, but a, a, a normalized state for, you know, maybe where we were and that maybe we'll say, oh, I really enjoyed doing that yoga every morning at 1030. And now I'm going to go to a yoga class. And so that so we can start to create those habits or start to say, I do really enjoy going to plays or, or seeing Broadway and seeing shows. So maybe I'll go visit my local theater. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I've, I've heard people say that starting again as early as last week, um, that we should see this as a wonderful opportunity to reinvent the way we socialize, to reinvent the way we live our lives and to get away from commercialized societies, which I think in in U.S. society, we are more focused on, on commercial aspects than we are in, in perhaps some other countries. Um, and I mean, I have to be honest, I, I really love that concept. And I personally am not quite there yet. I'm still in the stage of um, saying, you know what, this is really uncomfortable the way we have to do things now. Um, but what I'm letting myself do is be okay with the discomfort. Yeah, because, you know, the more you let that out and the more you say, OK, you know what, I'm naming that as discomfort. I'm naming that as whatever feeling it is. 
then it it becomes okay for me. And then, like I was saying before, it makes room for me to then say, okay, and not, but then I'm going to engage in positive behaviors. And so I'm saying, and I'm going to engage in different behaviors. And so that makes all the difference for me to say, you know, this is this is not comfortable where we are right now as a society. And okay, well, go find something creative to do anyway, in, including, you know, dyeing my hair purple. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people have asked me about that and and been uh, saying, well, it's because my spontaneity and playfulness is oozing out. Um, but honestly, it was just because I was bored and my daughter and I needed something to do. So she dyed my hair. And I'm, <laughs> okay, that's fine. <laughs> I think it's fun and I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome. So talk yeah. to us, talk to everybody a little bit about what it is you do and, and do a little introduction of yourself. Yeah, so... Um, I do, I help people work through the personal stories that they carry with them through their life and um, not only tell the stories, but also shape them into something different, shape them into something positive. And sometimes we talk about, well, we've got inner voices, conflicting voices. We have a story that defines us, a life story that defines us, but it can sometimes hold us back. And so I, I help people work through those stories and turn them into something positive. Um, and so for some reason, I'm feeling a need to segue into more, more strategies for how to deal with, with what, we, what we're working with right now in terms of the pandemic. Um, it, because instead of, again, taking the story of, oh, this is really difficult, I'm choosing to turn it into a positive and actually make it even bigger in the sense that, for example, if I say, okay, I'm now going to go to that Broadway play online. It would be really easy for me to, you know, sit on the bed in my pajamas and click on my little phone and watch watch some movie or some video on a Broadway play. But the ritual side of myself, again, getting back to the work I do professionally, is saying, no, 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 you actually need to make an event out of it, create more meaning. So what I've started doing is, for example, dressing up to go watch a Broadway play. Or if we're watching a movie on Netflix, uh, we don't just plop down on the couch with a TV dinner or something. No, we'll actually, you know, put on shoes. Obviously, I can't get my husband to dress up, but that's okay. (laughs) But, you know, we have a certain start time and we'll make popcorn ahead of time. And um, so it starts at a specific time and then we go into the living room and so it becomes a real event because the human psyche really has a need for, for that kind of meaning making. And so it's not enough, especially in this time when, when we're all feeling discombobulated to just go do something to stay occupied. No, we're still wanting that social connection, but in a different way. So it needs to, it needs to have a shape and a color and a texture to it, so to speak. Yeah. Um, or like what I do with with my online yoga classes. I mean, I have an extra very fortunate to have an extra room in the house. So I've got my yoga mat laid out there and the computers there and I've got my little yoga blocks and everything. I mean, the dogs think that's a place for them to sit. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a designated room 
that I go to and I have a timer set on my phone and it dings every day at 1030. And so then, you know, I go into the other room and do it there. So again, that's, that's a way to create structure. Um, so, and I mean, taking it back to the question you asked about what is it that I do professionally? Yeah, that's, that's really it to create structure and within that structure to have the spontaneity that we need to kind of work through whatever it is that we're working through. Yeah. So it kind yeah. of melds together. Yeah. And you've worked in, in countries and organizations and so forth and helping to, in, in that, in your improv for peace role, right? In doing such? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so, so now this global thing is happening. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And this morning, I mean, speaking of global, I, I saw a beautiful video of um, Germans in Bamberg, actually, which is a small town in Germany, um, who were feeling so touched by what was going on in Italy that they reached out to the Italians and they made a video um, of them singing. It was like the whole apartment complex, I think. And so they sent it to the Italians via Facebook or something mm. and them singing in Italian. And it's so beautiful because, you know, obviously Germans speak German and not necessarily Italian. And, and here they were singing in Italian and with their requisite six feet away from each other, they were all, everybody was on their little balconies, um, you know, either singing or banging on, on trash cans or tambourine or something. And it just sounded so beautiful. And I thought, Here's another way that globally we're coming together. Yes. Um, and it's just, uh, I keep looking for those little moments of humanity, of, of how, you know what? We are making it through already. And we have to keep thinking we're going to get through this pandemic somehow. So mm -hmm. there's, there's always something to be learned. Yeah. Yeah. I just said that on my previous interview just, uh, you know, an hour ago and said that it's, I'm, I'm finding so much hope in this situation and that I'm just seeing so many examples of people helping one another, of people reaching out, of people trying to make a difference, of, of people saying, I'm sewing masks because I don't know what to do. And so, and so they're just wow. creating masks, you know, because there's a shortage or creating, I have friends, multiple friends who are creating, um, bags of food for children and putting them in the little pantry boxes. I mean, there's just, there's so many beautiful things that I'm seeing and it just gives me, it fills my heart with hope. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, that again, so much of it, so many of us feel the need to do something and do something. Yeah. And we're not all doctors and nurses that we can actually cure, but just to do those little things. And, you know, to those people who would say, well, you know, there's a lot of negative people in society who are saying, oh, well, it's because of this and that, and we're never going to get anywhere, and we still have a shortage of toilet paper and all that. Um, I would say, you know, it's not that we have more negative people right now during the pandemic. It's just those are the people who probably, unfortunately, would have been negative any other time, yeah. which is seeing a sharper relief right now. And so, again, I... Yeah, there are some mornings where I'll, I'll scroll the headlines, the newspaper headlines, and see all that negativity. And then I say, you know what, I choose, I choose not to pay attention to that right now. I don't think I'm burying my head in the sand. I'm just saying I choose to focus somewhere else, because I would rather be one of those people who sews the face masks and, and makes the food packages for the kids, because yeah. what else can you do, like you said? Yeah, right. 
Right. Beautiful. So anything else that you want to touch upon before we close out? Um, again, along the lines of, of us needing these virtual connections, and I've talked about things like book clubs and um, worship services and and even me doing exercise class with my sister. So I've got the, the phone here and the computer there. And we're both doing it together. Um, other ways that people have found to connect is through what I mentioned before, virtual tea parties. Um, yeah. So those are starting to come up. I'm doing some of those. I'm also doing um, providing some other opportunities for people to just have a forum, a one or two hour online forum of, of talking about processing some of their feelings so that they can they can work through them because a lot of times our partners or our family has heard the same thing over and over again and it's just too much but we still need to get it out and so I would say it's important to look for those kinds of opportunities wherever they are to just keep connecting and to keep talking and to keep keep dealing with it rather than just bottling it up inside that's yeah. an important thing. And I love that idea. You had sent me a link for something and I registered for one tomorrow of just um, one of those conversations and gathering of, of people and i um, excited to be a part of it. So, yeah. yeah. So how do people get a hold of you, um, find out about these virtual tea parties, if they can be a part of it or, yeah. Yeah, so the easiest way is, is to email me. Um, my email address is peace at gmail.com really simple um just make sure that you spell improv not improve we all want to improve but this one's <laughs> improv is an improvisation improv for peace at gmail.com or my website which is the same thing improv for peace.com um yeah so that's the easiest way at the moment i haven't set the dates for some of the things i'm doing um but it's you know i'll, I'll put the dates out there as soon as, as um things get a little more organized and uh check out my facebook page there's information on there too so, wonderful yeah. yeah and that's also improv for peace right yep yeah. same one wonderful all right well i thank you for the work you do in the world which is beautiful and i thank you for joining us here today and and sharing your your beautiful insights with people on some self-care strategies and um, ways to stay and feel connected during this this time of isolation thank you yeah all right. Well, take care, everyone. Until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening today to the Healing Place podcast with your host and trauma warrior, Terry Welbrock. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more about Terry, her mission, and the Hope for Healing journey, visit Terry's website at www.terrywellbrock.com. Thank you for liking commenting, sharing, and offering your reviews on our YouTube channel, audio outlets, and Facebook page. And as Terry reminds us, until next time, remember, be gentle with yourself.